Welcome back to the Hockey Talk podcast, giving you up-to-date news, stats, and scores from around the NHL. Today's topics will be the New York Rangers win the first overall pick in this year's upcoming NHL entry draft, Tuka Rask of the Boston Bruins opts out for the rest of the season, Andrei Svechnikov goes down with an injury in Game 3 against the Bruins and does not return, and our final topic will be David Postonok is marked unfit to play and has been out since Game 2. Now before we go and dive deeper into those topics, a message from our sponsors. Okay, our first topic of the day will be the New York Rangers win the first overall pick in this year's upcoming NHL entry draft. Now, eight teams did not make it past the qualifying round in the playoffs. And of those eight teams, Pittsburgh, the New York Rangers, Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, Edmonton Oilers, Nashville Predators, Minnesota Wild, and the Winnipeg Jets were all given a 12.5% chance of winning the first overall pick. And when they did that, the New York Rangers won the draft lottery. So, since they won the draft lottery, they will most likely take Alexi Lafreniere, a very highly spoken upon, a very good uh, young winger from Canada, if the Rangers do select Alexi Lafreniere, their team will be absolutely stacked from top to bottom, and they should pretty much be a Stanley Cup contender next next year. If the, if they do pick Lafreniere, their rebuilding phase will be pretty much done. Assuming that they don't trade the pick, there have been some speculations that the Ottawa Senators try and trade for the first overall pick, giving the New York Rangers, their two first-round picks, or giving them their lower-ranked pick and a couple of prospects. Now, I put together some projected lines that they would have going into next season if they did pick Alexi Lafreniere with that first overall pick and they didn't trade it. Now, the the first line would stay completely intact. The first line consisting of Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, and Pavel Buchnevich. The second line being Panarin, Strom, and Lafreniere. So Lafreniere would slot right in on that second line. The third line being Lemieux, Hedl, and Kako. And the fourth line being Gauthier, Howden, and McKegg. The only change I would have is if in the offseason Capo Kako could make the jump from the third to the first line, bringing down Buchnevich to the third line and then putting him on the trade block because he is just too good to be on their third line. And if Kako, if they do think that Kapo Kako is better than Buchnevich and can be put on the first line, there is nowhere else that I think that he can fit into their top six. And like I said before, he's just too good of a player to be in the bottom six of that team. Now moving on to the second topic, it's a very interesting one. Tuka Rask opts out for the rest of the season. Now, Tuka Rask came out right before game th- two or three of the series and said this. I want to be with my team competing, but at the moment there are things more important than hockey in my life, and that is being with my family. 
Tukarask went 26, 8, and 6 with 5 shutouts, a 2.12 goals against average, and a 9.29 save percentage in 41 games with the Boston Bruins during the regular season. Tukarask is a Vesna Trophy finalist. The Vesna Trophy is awarded to the league's best goaltender. So at the NHL awards, when that happens, he could be selected to be nominated at, or be deemed the league's best goaltender. Will it affect the Bruins on another deep playoff run? It's hard to tell. They have a solid backup in Halak. Halak played a little less. I think he played around 36, 37 games this season. And Rask played 41. So they kind of split games during the season. Um, Halak did solid also. He went 29-18-6 with three shutouts, a 2.39 goals against average, and a 9.19 save percentage. So numbers a little lower than Rask's was, but still pretty respectable numbers. Halak brings that veteran presence to the locker room. Can he be a starter for the Bruins and go into a deep playoff run with them and carry them on the back end? Maybe, maybe not. Only time will tell. It's it's definitely going to be... I can see Halak... Um, I can see Halak doing it. I can see him being fine for the Bruins as a starter through the playoffs. Um, when Ras came out and said, I want to be with my team competing it, but at the time, but at the moment, there are things more important in my life than hockey, and that is being with my family. So basically, just he's just saying um, he doesn't want to be away from his family for however long it's going to be because it does look like the Bruins can go on another deep playoff run, which will have them stay in the bubble and stay in the playoffs a lot longer, and that means being away from family a lot longer. It could also mean um, things are just going on at home with him that he needs to be there for. So I don't... um, I respect him for coming out and doing that. If that's something that needs to be done in his life, then good for him, and I hope everything goes well with him. The third topic we have is Andrei Sveshnikov goes down with an injury in Game 3 and does not return. Andrei Sveshnikov had an awkward fall in the front of the net in Game 3 with Zdeno Chara. Um, He fell on his knee and ankle, um, awkwardly, um, it's a very, very close series. It's a two to one series right now. The Bruins are winning it, but um, it's definitely going to be a lot tougher for the um, Carolina Hurricanes without Sveshnikov. He's he's been super good. He was super good during this season. He's been really well. He's really young. He he fits great in their top six. He plays on the first line. So far in the playoffs, he's he's had four goals, three assists for seven points in only six games. Um, Rod Brindamore, the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, says that it's very unlikely that he returns until at least next next series, if they make it that far. He doesn't think that Sveshnikov will be ready in time for the rest of the 
series against the Boston Bruins. Now, what was interesting to me is, and I don't know if any of you have heard this or caught on to this, but Jack Edwards, the Bruins announcer, is getting a little bit of heat for saying this. You poke the bear, you take your chances. No one wanted to see Sveshnikov hurt, but he bit off a little more than he could chew. He commented that after, on social media after the after Sveshnikov went down after game after game three. He was battling in front of the net with Zdeno Chara. Chara is a very big, tough, tough player. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think Jack is. It's semi right in in this. Um, he did bite off a little more than he could chew. I don't know if. I don't think Char did it intentionally. I very highly doubt that Char did it intentionally. But um, I don't know. I mean, good for good for Spezhikov for standing in front of the net and battling the league's biggest player. But um, it sucks that he went down, especially for the Hurricanes being their best player in these playoffs so far besides Sebastian Ajo. So hopefully if they make it past the Bruins that he will be ready in the second round and hopefully the injury isn't too serious. Now the fourth and final topic that we have today is David Pasternak of the Boston Bruins is marked unfit to play and has been out since game two. Now with the whole COVID-19 thing going on and the virus and everything going around. The NHL has not let any teams um, openly discuss what the players' injuries are. So who knows what kind of injury David Pasternak has. He Yesterday he did lace up the skates and he did do the workout with the team. So, And Bruce Cassidy has come out and said that he's hoping it's just a day-to-day injury so it's not it doesn't seem like it's too severe but he has been marked out for game four and he's he's only played he hasn't gotten any points in the playoffs or the qualifiers and sent like I just said since game two he's been marked unfit to play um it that really really hurts the Bruins um the Bruins are just going through a lot right now with Rask opting out and Pasternak being injured. Um, Pasternak's the best player on that Boston Bruins team. He's young. He can score. He showed us that this season. He had a career-high 95 points this season and tied Alex Ovechkin for 48 goals this season for the Rocket Richard. So he was leading the league in goals and had a career-high point total. So he um, he just did really, really well this season, and that's going to hurt the Bruins a lot if they don't have him for the rest of this very close Carolina, season, uh, Carolina um, series. So that's all I have for today. Not much. I mean, some big news, but not much. Um, not much big news. Uh, there are a couple other little things that are going on. I mean... Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, after upsetting the Edmonton Oilers last night, were about to get swept by the Vegas Golden Knights, but hung on to win. 
so they're they're still down in the series three to one. Um, the Washington Capitals are about to get swept. One of the best teams in the league this season about to get swept by the Islanders, who just barely made it in the playoffs. Just little things like that. But um, yeah, that's all I really have for today. Um, hope you enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'm gonna be putting out more episodes and stuff. So. Hope you guys are enjoying the the Hockey Talk podcast, and that's all I have for you. So thank you for listening, and uh, see you later.